Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. The best in the business is back in business. Our first pod of 2023. Hopefully the holidays and the new year is treating you well. And if not, turn the volume up. That will make you feel better. So today I am joined by my faithful co-host. We got Shevin Nooney and Phil Porkman Simmons. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing great today. Uh, you know, did this New Year, New Me workout thing yesterday. Now I'm sore. But, you know, just got to get back in shape. Is it New Year, New Chev, too, by the way? Uh, I guess so. I mean, it seems like it's just another day for me, man. You know, I don't like staying up past 12 anymore. It's just I'm not built different anymore. I just it's (laughs) not for me to stay up that late and be around a lot of people. I'm just not that way anymore. I just want to be by myself, laying in bed, watching the ball drop at 10 o'clock and going to sleep. It'd be great. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. If we could do New Year's at six, that would be really be really awesome. beneficial for me. Yeah, when's the earliest? I mean, what what country can I just explore that maybe does it a day early? I think Australia like is the Australia. Maybe Australia next year might be my day. Yeah, Dan can go with you. He'll he'll show you around. He'll show you around. Okay. So there the we go. I'm in. of the Wallabies, from what I hear. <laughs> Wallace. Um, but one thing you should not be careful about is an elite quarterback. That's what you really need to win. There are ways to do it without an elite quarterback. It is just very, very difficult, and it takes a lot of strategy. But that's not what we're talking about today. We'll be, I will personally be touching on that a little bit in the next podcast that you get this week. But today we are talking about how to acquire elite quarterbacks to build your team around in 2023. Everybody wants those good gunslingers. Hey, hopefully they stayed healthy for the playoffs for you guys. And you brought them some. Oh my god, I can't talk. 2023, same Mike. Hopefully you brought in some championships. And if you did. Let us know on Twitter or on Patreon or wherever you could find us. We want to see your championship scores, but let's get into it, shall we? So we are going to talk about, you know, we're talking about a baseline of how to obtain the league quarterback worth building around. You know, they got to be worth it. Superflex or one quarterback. And we're going to evaluate trades for the top eight quarterbacks. We're trying to establish fair value for acquiring these players. Value is where it's at. You know, that's why ADP is so important, in my opinion. So let's get to it. Patrick Mahomes in a one quarterback league. Would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or the 2023 102? Chev, why don't we start with you on this one? Ah, man. After this season, I am actually valuing the QB a lot more than I did. We saw, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts absolutely tear it up this year. And there's a huge difference between those three guys compared to the seven, eight, nine, ten guys. Like the the value that you can get with these quarterbacks, even in redraft right now, like I'm I'm gonna be taking quarterbacks a little bit earlier because how many points they put on the board each week 
is astronomical compared to those other guys. So, you know, it's the 102. If you have a solid backup, I don't hate it, but I would want a little bit more, honestly, because Patrick Mahomes literally can win you a week every single week he's on the field. doesn't matter if he has Tyreek Hill anymore. He's shown that he can compete in every single every single game that he's been in. I mean, he's putting up 40 points a game. Like, that's incredible. That's You can't find that with running backs these days, it seems like. You have one or two that are good, and Jameer Gibbs, probably the 102. Jackson Smith, Najigbo, uh, 102 maybe. I don't think those guys are going to be getting me more fancy points than Patrick Mahomes for the next five to six years, and their shelf life could be shorter. So I'm sticking with Patrick Mahomes. I know it might be off-brand because it's the 102 in a draft, and it's only one QB, but that QB to me actually matters a whole lot with him being there. Yeah, and to me, this is a trade that's being made for a guy that's a piece away from a championship guy or gal mm-hmm. that's a piece away. I have no problem, by the way, with taking quarterbacks in the first round of a one-quarterback league. Mm-hmm. Just because it's a one-quarterback league doesn't lessen the value of a quarterback. Pork, you know that? One of the teams that I'm currently building. I took Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence in the first round. He was the best pick. He when was. He came out. For me, at that point in the draft, he was the best pick. I think I took him at the 107 or 106. Yeah, 106 or 107, I remember. Some, something like that. So I have no problem with the trade. I think it's fair on both sides. I'm going to be with Chev on this one. I'm going to stick with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look, it could be Jameer Gibbs. It could be B. John Robinson, depending on he, how people are valuing it, mm-hmm. which way they go. Both are going to be fine players. They're also going to be rookies. And the fact of the matter is, if you're a savvy trader, you could probably take Patrick Mahomes and flip it for more than that. Uh-huh. You never know. Yep. Uh, Pork, are you in agreement with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm in a total agreement with the Patrick Mahomes, and we, we I think, decided to devalue Patrick Mahomes because of they lost uh, Tyreek Hill, and it shows that he's still that dude. He had, he still had Travis Kelsey, and just spread the ball around more to different people and made other players relevant, and kind of mixed us two together. It wasn't just about that one player. It, it was Patrick Mahomes. So. If you try to pick between that 102, like Chef says, either uh, uh, John Robinson or Jameer Gibbs or Jackson Smith and Jigba, I'm looking at those three guys and it's like, hey, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes over those three all all the days of the all the days of the week. So give me give me Patrick Mahomes, uh, consistent quarterback from week to week, and let us not in this case overvalue. Um, this 102 in this case because again mm-hmm. he's a rookie you still haven't seen him play at the next level we've seen what Patrick has done and he's going to be doing this for years to come yep so let's look at it from a superflex standpoint now in superflex would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or Trey Lance Devonta Smith and the 2023 107 so I think what you need to ask yourself here, and I'll start off, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes or an IR designation, a wide receiver two, and the 107 in this class? And you know what? Let's stick with Patrick Mahomes. That might not be the popular pick, but the fact Mm -hmm. is Trey Lance has been useless for you in fantasy so far. You probably overpaid for him. He's not a Trey Lance fan for other reasons, not injury reasons or whatever. I think Devonta Smith is great. I love Devonta Smith as an Eagles fan. He's fantastic. A solid wide receiver, too. And the 107, you know, drafts can fall apart real quick. We've yeah. all seen it. We've okay. all seen it. So I'm going to stick with the known commodity here. Give me Patrick Mahomes all day. Pork, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes as well. Uh, not the, you know, regurgitate what I said before, but 
you know, that 107, we really don't know what it is. It could be a Zach Charbonnet or something like that. Um, so, you, you know, and you also don't know his landing spot in that point. Um, Devontae Smith, he's very uh, back and forth from week to week. It could be a boom-bust week. You never know. They're going to run the ball 40 times or throw the ball 40, 50 times. So, from you know, we believe in the talent, but we're not going to know what we're going to get from week to week. And Trey Lance, I, I feel like we've been saying this from last year to year before, uh, we haven't really seen the Trey Lance that they were putting out there for 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 the, that they portrayed for us to see. Uh, I think the Kyle Shanahan uh, part of the situation may seem like that he was going to unlock that offense 100, percent and we haven't seen it at all yet. We've seen Brock Purdy look and play a lot better than Trey Lance has because um, he's actually fancy purpose in real life. Yeah, because but he is. But when, when Trey Lance was in the game. Uh, he, we, he dealt with some accuracy issues, mm-hmm. um, and obviously he's dealing with the injury issues as well. So with, with with that, just give me the known commodity and Patrick Mahomes with the value. And if you do get a package like that, you're going to have to uh, sweeten that up a bit for me. Yeah, I'm, Chef, I'm in the you, same boat. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. But Trey Lance, first game of the season, he plays in Chicago. It's the most miserable game you can go to as a fan. Just absolutely pouring disgusting and we've we've only seen him for two games and it seems like in the last three years i like mm-hmm. i'm not putting my exactly. money on trey lance even oh, though i think he you. does have incredible potential i have the sure that i'm gonna have qb1 or qb2 and you know trey lance is great at running the football i'll tell you what patrick mahomes he's not too shabby himself even though he doesn't do it often but when he does he gains yards. He gets touchdowns sometimes in situations. He's not going to get himself hit really hard. And, I mean, you got Devonta Smith, the 107 is just – it's it's a good pick, but I am not risking it when I have the number one or two QB every single season. I can't I can't do it. Can't do it. So let's move on to the next one. You talk about running quarterbacks. Talk about Josh Allen. So in a one-quarterback league, would you rather have Josh Allen or Mac Jones and Kenneth Walker? Josh Allen. Yeah. It's it's I can, he's gonna outscore you know those guys every game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're gonna say this. It's Josh Allen, unless can either of you guys make a case for the other side? Because I can't. I like Mac Jones. To me, he's a quarterback too in Superflex. He's a backup mm-hmm. quarterback in a one quarterback league. And mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker is fine. But the fact of the matter is we never know what the Seattle Seahawks are gonna do at the running back position. And and it's mm-hmm. and you know what? being a running back for the Seattle Seahawks is like being a minesweeper in Vietnam. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> um, so Josh Allen in Superflex, would you rather have Josh Allen or Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins, okay, as long as he's playing at 1 o'clock, you know what you're getting out of Kirky. Najee Harris in 2, 23 seconds, projected mid-round. I'm not going to lie. I'm still probably leaning Josh Allen. If one of those picks was a first, I would lean more on that side because of the consistency of Kirk Cousins. Najee Harris, turn on lately. Najee Harris delivering me a championship. Thank you. Uh, But two second-round picks, you guys know second-round picks could be big question marks. They could be really, really really good, and I think they're going to be good in this class. Chev, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, I think you still have to lean Josh Allen. I think this one's way closer. Like you said, if there's a first involved, I think I would definitely think a really, really, really hard on that one because getting Kirk Cousins, who we've seen him have big games, it's not like he doesn't have weapons around him. He has plenty of guys 
they can throw the football too. TJ Hawkinson's become one of his favorite targets out there. I mean, right. it's incredible yeah. what he can do when he's having a good game. But golly, I tell you, if you have him on a bad game, you are going to hate your life for a long time. I, I think I do want Josh Allen in this. It is decently close, but I, I think I would need a little bit more, man. Like I said, Josh Allen, probably a top QB if he's rushing the football consistently, if he's not battling injuries with his his elbow, just fantasy football-wise. So I can't get off of that, man. I think you have those quarterbacks like him and Mahomes. It's such an advantage to you in the Superflex League because, I mean, they're going to play if they can. They're not going to sit out games, right? So these guys are top of their talent, and they have Kelsey. They have Stephon Diggs. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I know Cousins has Jefferson, but can I count on Cousins? And I can't say 100% I can. Yeah. Prayers up to everyone starting Justin Jefferson in their championship games. Never thought I would have said that. Pork, are we in agreement with yeah. Josh Allen here? Uh, we could probably move yeah, on from uh, this, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in I'm total agreement. I, th- I think it's just if Kirk Cousins was a little bit more consistent, um, I would completely think about it. But he, he'll give you a 38-point game one week and then give you – uh, five points the next week. I can't. I don't want to give up a Josh Allen for uh, inconsistent talent from week to week with the Kirk Cousins in that yeah. case. Let's talk about inconsistent talent. Jalen Hurts. He's not the inconsistent talent, but the the one trade here. That's where I'm leaning. So in a one quarterback league, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Kyler Murray? A late twenty three first and a late twenty three second. I want Jalen Hurts. I don't really want Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? And if I have to give up Jalen Hurts to get him a guy who was a potential MVP this year. And I mean, he's scoring multiple touchdowns, two wide receivers over a thousand yards. Kyler Murray is a guy that gets balls batted down at the line because he's like a foot taller than my four-year-old. So I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. And, you know, again, we're talking about guys, quarterbacks matter in one quarterback leagues too. Don't devalue them just yes. because of one QB league. Jalen Hurts is a cheat code. You probably drafted him really late when you drafted him. If you drafted him at all in one quarterback league, the possibility he was on waivers. You picked him up before his first uh, start against the Saints. So think, can anyone make a case for the Kyler Murray side? I can't because I, no, I can't. he's, he's going to be injured for a whole year, and I think that offense is going to be in full rebuild. I, I can see a, have a, a year where DeAndre Hopkins is gone. I can see them moving on from him. You yeah. can't throw out David Blow, and you can't throw out Cole McCoy and think the season is going to go well. By and the way, where was Trace McSorley? He got hurt. He hurt? I, I guess, man. It's I just want Trace McSorley to be Hertz's backup next year. That's what I'm happen. Yeah. All right. So then let's move on to the Superflex portion. In Superflex, would you rather have Joe Mixon? I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts or Joe Mixon, a late 23 first, a late 23 second, and a 24 first? So I'm going to say this right now. If you're rebuilding, the Joe Mixon side isn't awful. Here's why. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. The 24 quarterback class is going to be better than the 23 quarterback class. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion. Now, if I made this move, I would probably want a quarterback back, super flex yeah. league, but I'm looking to move Mixon right away. So yep. the rebuild, that makes more sense. That being said, I'm still going to take the Jalen Hurts side. Pork. Yeah, I'm I'm moving to move. I'm looking to move Mixon as well. I'm kind of on the same wavelength as you. So Asian running back. Yeah, he's still productive, not as he, uh, this year as he was last year. But um, I'm looking to move. You know, older running backs in this case. And again, these these the late twenty first, like you said, these draft picks, 
they can change from from week to week. Uh, Jalen Hurts, like you said, has been a cheat code. He's he's improved mightily uh, passing the ball down the field, um, making smart decisions, not throwing that many picks. Um, so I think that improves as the years go on. So I, I'm taking Jalen Hurts in this package. Chev, we in agreement here? Not much to say. I'm going Jalen Hurts as well. Mixon's getting older, 27 years old. The offense likes to throw it in Cincy as well. And these are late picks too. So that's if Samaj P. Ryan can come in and spell you, there's a problem. Yeah, I'm, I yeah, still play don't better. Understand. Yeah, I mean, look, Samaj P. Ryan was a good prospect. Let's not forget he went to oh, Washington. Yeah. He was drafted by the at the time Redskins. There's the problem. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Joe Burrow, guy that I built so many teams around, Superflex teams. I tried to draft Justin Herbert and Joe Bur- Burrow. By the way, Justin Herbert slight fantasy disappointment this year compared to what he did last year and where you were drafting him. Yeah. Just saying. But Joe Burrow in a one quarterback league, would you rather have Joe Burrow or Jared Goff, Josh Palmer, and a late 23 first? By the way, redemption tour for Jared Goff. Yes, a sir. guy that I've been pounding the drum for off all offseason. Draft Jared Goff. Draft Jared Goff. So you know I won a championship. My two starting quarterbacks were Jared Goff and Geno Smith. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is a way to do it. My third quarterback, <laughs> Marcus Mariota. I got some work to do this offseason. Um, I still want Joe Burrow. They throw the ball a lot in Cincy. And, you know, it's one of those things. Like, if you're if you're Zach Taylor, you can't not throw the ball with T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase there Jamar and Hayden Chase. Hurst been banged up. It's like having a Ferrari in the garage and taking your Chevy pickup out. So, give me Joe Burrow. Um, I think a case could be made for the other side. Does anyone have a case to make for the golf side? Uh, I do have a case for the golf side because golf, like you said, had a resurgent year and now he has weapons. He has Amara who gets open. I swear, like after every route, Jamison Williams is going to be healthy. Uh, DeAndre Swift, they're using him the right way finally as a third down back, like we say he should be. And Jamal Williams is a red zone uh, threat. The offense is getting better uh, this year and I don't see it uh, digressing next year. So let's, I, I can use a case for it as if you're a rebuilding team and you want to get the Jared Goff and a Josh Palmer. I think Josh Palmer is more of a throw-in right there because yeah. he's just the third receiver on that team. So that's a, but that's a good depth piece that you're looking for. Um, and, and the draft pick on top of that, I, I'm a big fan of Jared Goff, and I don't think they draft the quarterback this year or for the future, and they might uh, probably wind up giving him an extension if he decides to uh, continue to play that way. I would like to say that I did predict that the Lions would finish second in the NFC North. They currently are second in the NFC North. And make and could make the playoffs. Go Lions. Seriously. Like, I'm not a Lions fan, but I want to see the Lions do well because they've been down for so long. So, so Chev, long. anything? Do you have a case to make for the golf side? Or are you still on the Burrow side here? No, I mean, I, I still like the Burrow side. I mean, obviously, if you're rebuilding, I think you could make a case for it. But I think you still have to go with that stud quarterback at the moment. If you're rebuilding, like golf is a nice bridge quarterback to get and you get a late pick out of it. So I, that does make sense. But let's and, go to super fun. Sorry, go and ahead. It's, and it's just nice because they're doing stuff to help Jared Goff. Like they're they getting are. him receivers, they're getting him linemen. Mm-hmm. So, like we said it in the offseason, like that offense is gonna be pretty decent this year. I yeah. like you said, Mike, you were talking about golf all offseason, so it's a good pick. Man, sometimes you got to go with the value so you can load up at other positions, build around wide receivers. All right, so, Chev, in Superflex, would you rather have Joe Burrow or 
Going back to Kyler Murray again, Josh Jacobs, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, and a 24 first. This one, for me, it's kind of a no-brainer, but I want to hear what you have to say. Oh, man. I see. I My problem is Kyler Murray. I don't know what this guy is going to be once he gets back in the NFL. We've seen guys that come back super healthy, super strong after it, and I just don't know if that's the case for him. I don't know what he turns out to be. I'm honestly – looking at the Joe Burrow side and feeling pretty confident about it, if I had to be honest, because yeah. I don't know the the certainty of getting Kyler back and him being the same player. And I like Josh Jacobs. Don't know where he's going. Could come back. Could be a better situation for him out there in free agency. I still like Joe Burrow. I think I trust his offense with a lot more than I do with these other players that are on here. And Pork, I'm sure you're concerned. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. Elijah Mitchell hurt. And a 24 first, you got to wait a year. So uh, yeah. even even if you're a rebuilding team, the Kyler Murray side does not make sense to me at all. No, it doesn't. The only thing it, that you're getting does. out of that is the pick, and you're getting a lot of question marks. Yeah. So Yeah, it's, it's definitely question marks with the Elijah Mitchell part because obviously they got CMC there. Um, Jordan Mason doesn't look half bad. Uh, so if Elijah Mitchell comes back, he really doesn't have a spot there. So I feel like that's just a throw-in type death piece in case of an injury to a CMC, which is we good, but I, I want to win now. So give me the burrow side on that. All right, so let's move on to our next one. Justin Herbert, who I talked about before. You know, I really feel like these these one-quarterback ones just lean the quarterback so heavy. But <laughs> in one-quarterback league, would you rather have Justin Herbert or Jamison Williams and a 24 first? I mean – you know, if you're not competing right now, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take the Jameson Williams side. Like if your team's bad, give me the upside of that young wide receiver. Like I said, the 24 quarterback class is gonna be pretty good. If you're a piece away, I'm okay with Justin Herbert's side. I think this is actually a really fair trade, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I mean I think you can get Jamison Williams cheaper than what we're we're going for here because he just hasn't done anything. Nobody remembers the guy. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I still think Justin Herbert's gonna be an elite QB, but I can definitely see how you can make a case for Jamison Williams in a 24 first. Yeah. Getting a first for a quarterback is is pretty good. I agree. One QB, but some of these guys you have to think about it. What about Superflex? In Superflex, would you rather have Justin Herbert or Pork, Brandon Ayuk, a mid twenty three first, a late twenty three first, and a projected late twenty four first. So, lots of picks. Yeah, it is. But I mean, then they're not bad picks either. No, they're not. Um, I, but I think with the way we're valuing these quarterbacks um, in Superflex, especially with Justin Herbert, I know he had a, a off season this year, but. Didn't have Keenan Allen for three quarters of the season, and Mike Williams was also out, um, which affected that whole offense in total. Uh, I think I'm still leaning towards the Justin Herbert side in this case, uh, just because of the the unknown in these in this late first. Like if they were kind of someone like maybe like one early first, I would consider it. But in this case, I'm gonna just stick with my stick with my quarterback here. Okay. Tell you what, how how about this? We're getting pressed for time. I will do the one quarterbacks and then I'll kick it to you guys to talk about Superflex. How's that sound? That works for us. Sounds Gucci. Let's move on to Trevor Lawrence. In a one quarterback league, would I rather have Trevor Lawrence or Trey Lance in a mid 23 first? I mean, it's Trevor <laughs> Lawrence. I, you know, here's the, we talked about Trey Lance before. If I have Trey Lance anywhere, I want him off my roster as soon as possible. 
The best availability, the best ability is availability. He hasn't been available. It's like everybody that drafted Irv Smith too high. I want anything to do with Trey Lance. I understand what his ceiling could can be, but if he never gets on the field to show it, he's a guy that I'm fine to miss out on. Seriously, fine. Um, in Superflex, Chev, would you rather have Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson in a mid-23 first? I honestly think I'll go with the Watson in the 23 first. I think they're pretty similar players. You get a first added on to it. Deshaun Watson hasn't played football in 700 days. Like I didn't expect him to come out and go crazy. So I think he gets an offseason. Hopefully, as long as this guy can stay stay out of trouble, I think he's a he could be a top five QB like he was in the past. So I, I like that value for him. Yeah, I like that value as well. Um, I, I, I do like the Trevor Lawrence side as well, though. Um, him him with uh, Doug Peterson, he really you know upgraded his game because he had to deal with the idiot Irvin Meyer the year before. <sighs> um, but I don't know. I, I, I think in this case, I will go with the Deshaun Watson side because you're getting that first, getting that buffer on top of it. Mm-hmm. They should make a show with just Skip Bayless and Urban Meyer on it, and then no one will watch it. <laughs> Nobody will. Lamar the Jackson. Too. <laughs> Lamar Jackson. <laughs> in a one quarterback league, would I rather have Lamar Jackson or a mid-23 first? I want Lamar Jackson. That is that is a no-brainer. I want Lamar Jackson. You're like, well, you can get a really good running back. Well, yeah, you can get the one that also plays quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. And I understand Lamar Jackson's been battling some injuries. He's a guy I'm not worried about his contract. If somehow he would hit the free agency market, wow, would that be insane? And I'm here for it, Nate Earmuffs. But um, I want Lamar Jackson all the way, not even close. Uh, but Pork in Superflex, would you rather have Lamar Jackson or Rain Prescott in a mid-23 first? Uh, I mean, the that. same back Prescott that needed to score 40 points to beat the Eagles' backup quarterback. Yeah. I think I'm going Dak in this case because um, you're getting the first. You're, you're still getting a QB1 and a first on top of it. Mm-hmm. I love Lamar Jackson, but uh, we're, we're dealing with – I think some of these injuries are going to start to creep up on him a little bit. I don't want to predict those, but um, – I think that gives you, you know, that baseline quarterback one every week, and then you'll get a first to build them to your team. Yeah. I, I don't hate that. You know, again, see now, we're adding Dak in here. That's the kicker. Yeah. Like, because before it was just in the one quarterback, it's Lamar Jackson in the mid-23 first. That, to me, that doesn't jive. But mm-hmm. add Dak on top of it, you're still getting a probably likely a quarterback one. Obviously, he's not going to finish as a quarterback one this year. Cooper Rush played a few games. Dak was hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely fine with that trade, and I'm okay. I think it's a pretty fair trade either way. So in a one-quarterback league, let's talk about Justin Fields. Would I rather have Justin Fields or Desmond Ritter in the 104? The 104 makes it interesting. But you have to – let's – you have – what I've been doing lately is this. Looking at mock drafts. Go ahead. You're on our YouTube channel right now. Click on some of our mock drafts so you can see. Put a face to the pick. So it's like, would I rather have Justin Fields or Desmond Ritter and Jordan Addison? Desmond Ritter and Zach Charbonnet? Desmond Ritter and Quentin Johnston? And you know what? Here's the thing. I want Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields. He's my quarterback one the year he came out. Or was he? I think he was. I don't remember. I can't keep this all straight. Doesn't matter. Look, <laughs> Justin Fields, people are talking about giving up on him. They're talking about the Bears possibly giving up on him, which I think is bogus. Justin Fields is putting up fantasy points with a Bear. 
covered. Justin Fields is scoring fantasy points while getting the 2020 Carson Wentz treatment out there in Chicago. I'm all in on Justin Fields. If I could buy him at some sort of value, whoever's getting Justin Fields for Desmond Ritter in the 104, hats off to you, man. I like that trade. But, Chev, you are the resident Bears fan. So in Superflex, would you rather have Justin Fields or Kenny Pickett in an early projected 2024 first-round pick? So when we say early, let's say like the 101 to the 104. Pretty early. I'll be honest. If it's the 101, I'm I'm probably doing it. I'm probably taking Kenny Pickett in the early projected 2024 first. If I can get Caleb Williams, I think he could be a good prospect. I love I'm a Bears fan, man. I, I love that team. I love everything that they do sometimes. Love the atmosphere that they bring. Fans are great. But I know all too well that you know the Bears sometimes find ways to screw things up and they find ways to not draft the right players. They find ways to really fumble the bag. I hope it's different because we got a new GM, but I, I want Caleb Williams and I think Kenny Pickett is a good enough prospect where He's going to get them into games. He has plenty of good athletes around him. I think that side is a little bit more exciting for me moving forward. As much as I love Justin Fields, I think he's a great player, but yeah. got to move on, I think. And I mean, even if it's not the 101, if it's the 102, 103, and you end up with Drake May. You're, mm-hmm. So if you turn Justin Fields into Kenny Pickett and Drake May, just for example, you're still doing okay there. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the reality is that could be your starting quarterback core for five or six years, obviously yeah. with some spot starts filled in and bye weeks and stuff like that, but it's a good solid core right there. So yeah. sometimes even if it's an elite level talent, but you could use it to divide and conquer, you got to do what you got to do. Right. True. Um, so that's it. That's building around an elite level quarterback. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed it because you know, sometimes quarterbacks can be dirty. So what you got to do is clean it up a little bit with our new sponsor, Dr. Squatch. What is Dr. Squatch? Glad you asked. Dr. Squatch develops natural, high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer, all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address the personal care demands of men like you and me everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs, as well as a subscription service so you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out bundles for your grundles just thought of that one with dr squatch satisfaction is guaranteed and if this isn't the best product you've ever used it is on sean so don't drop the soap take care of yourself for once and smell great doing it and if you're new to dr squatch you can save 10 percent on orders 10 percent off orders of 20 dollars or more links are down below if they don't show up on the pod feed google podcasts then head on over to our youtube page all the links will be there so gentlemen that is it that's all we got for you today. That is building around elite level quarterbacks. So let's close it out. You can hear my beautiful melodious voice for a little bit more and you can get ready for best ball pickums and rivals. Use the promo code rewind on underdog fantasy and get a 100% match on your first deposit up to hundred dollars. Do it. Don't wait. Headed to a game. Go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code dynasty rewind. You can see our show's name to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings, and we want you to be a part of the best community in fantasy football. Become a rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. We're now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. You're getting a month plus free, except for you, Vinny. 
you're not invited anymore. So until next time, <laughs> Dev Pork, I am your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.